With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some blessings, brothers and sisters. Um, but priests come out of people outreach program podcast. I tried to get information. I'm not sure if I got that scripture recording, but we're going to have a brother Detroit. Are you there, brother? Salam, brother. Salam, brother. So let me read the scripture, and then I'll go right to you. The fear of the Lord is strong and His children have, shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is the farm of life. Depart from the snares of death. So, we are living in such a time where we must respect the Almighty, we must respect nature, we must be harmony with nature, that we might have refuge, a strong confidence, that we will be protected, and that we will have life. So, brother, you're in Detroit. 
Yes. So can you share with us what's going on there? Because um, for those of us that are not there, you know, we're hearing all types of stories. Well, first of all, give uh, praise to the Most High Almighty. Um, I guess I'll start off by giving a rundown with uh, what's going on uh, with our uh, elders and whatnot. Um, so far, there have been 357 uh, COVID-19 cases uh, in nursing homes. And uh, out of those, 129 have been deaths. So it seems to be sweeping the elders in the nursing homes at a higher rate than anything else. Um, there's been some sad stories, um, I will say. One in particular, um, Detroit Sunlight Grace Hospital. Um, a young lady uh, by the name of uh, Kanisa Bakai, she blew the whistle because uh, Sinai decided to neglect their duty on hiring the nursing agency to help out with the nursing staff. So they were overworking their nurses. People were dying in the hallways. Rigor mortis setting in. They were wrapping them up in sheets, propping them on beds and chairs and patient rooms. So, you know, this was pretty uh, unsanitary, as you can imagine. But um, by this young lady uh, displaying some form of uh, courageousness, uh, she blew the whistle. So, yeah, they've thus far uh, contacted um, nurse agencies, so the nurses aren't so overwhelmed uh, at the hospitals. But additionally, um, bulk testing has been being done at the state fairgrounds. Uh, just recently, two companies with uh, 10,000 employees uh, are ready to have their employees tested. So basically, the company gets a code number and they give the employees the code, the employees call in to schedule their appointments to be tested. So this is what they're putting in place um, as we speak. Um, and Mayor, Mayor Duggan um, is pretty much heading that. Now, as far as the restrictions with Governor Whitmore uh, is concerned, um, it's come to my understanding that although Home Depot is allowed to still be open. You, you can't buy paint, and you can't buy lawn care products, but you can buy other things, which is really weird. Um, so we have that going on. Also, um, brother with uh, Meyer being one of the you know go-to locations for pretty much everything you would need. Um, probably the restrictions that all you can buy from Meyer is food. So if you need some socks, underwear, T-shirts, a board game for the kids to play, you're not allowed um, to make those type of purchases. And again, I don't know what that helps, but um, that's what's going on. Um, so, uh, you see, moving along, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware that there was a protest uh, a few days ago at the state's capital down in Lansing, you had uh, the makers, million people, uh, Trump supporters, down there, clogging up the streets, uh, blowing their horns, protesting. 
pretty wild, wild situation that took place. Um, people are just not really understanding um, in full capacity. But um, so there's a there is a level of disorder going on here. Um, I would say it's fifty fifty. Fifty people think that um, they fine, they can go back to work. Other fifty people don't want to risk, you know, more deaths, more tragedies. So um, on top of that, people are still kicking in doors, you know, um, robbing people, killing people. Uh, those things are still taking place, just not as much. But uh, we had a few deaths um, uh, via vehicular homicides with people just riding around in groups of twos and threes, uh, chargers with the Hemis and the Durangos flying 100 miles an hour. Killed a friend of mine who happens to be a business owner uh, who was on his way to work uh, a few days ago right off Jefferson. He was T-boned by some guy racing a car, died on the scene. And uh, also a few days ago, uh, an 11-year-old boy was killed through uh, flying up residential street 80 miles an hour, hit a tree and ricocheted into the boy, killing him. So um, it is still pretty wild up here. I don't, I don't think people are really recognizing uh, what's really going on as far as what time it is, what people need to wake up. But um, did you have any questions, brother? Man, all of that is going on. I have a question. All of that is going on? Yeah. Wow. So how are you holding up? I mean, are you leaving the house or what's going on with you? Well, I do things that are necessary. You know, I travel uh, stores, get you know, necessities, but other than that, um, I'm not doing too much, you know, visiting family members who um, need help, you know, and things of that nature, but nothing more than that. You know, take my precautions. I'm holding up pretty okay, brother, you know. Being prayerful, I wouldn't say that. Yes, sir. The brother you said they got killed. Did I know him? No, no. This was actually um, I met him through my brother-in-law, so I haven't had the chance to meet him yet. Hmm. So, is it? Do you see military anywhere around or anything like that? I haven't really seen the military presence myself, you know, with my own eyes. I will say I did see some Marines. I haven't seen McNichols um, about two weeks ago. It looked like they were high-ranking uh, Marines. Had their, to consider their Sunday best uniform on. Uh, they were European, and uh, they were walking east of McNichols on the south side, so I'm not sure what they were doing, maybe they reconnaissance, I'm not sure. But uh, the state police has been all over the, the freeway. Um, Detroit police, uh, the enforcement squads, they put people in the field, you know, 
I haven't seen any military presence, brother. Well, that's good. Um, I've been hearing that there's um, martial law going on there, but I'm glad to hear that there's not. So they won't let. So what do they do when you want to? If you wanted to get some of these things, you said underwear. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I can't put my hand on that one. Um, you know, basically just groceries, groceries. You can only buy groceries. Now, now, what will happen if you just decide to attempt that? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. You know, they have the self scan. Uh, cash registers there. I mean, what are they going to do? Like grab you at the do-it-yourself scanner? Are they watching that closely? You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll experiment with that the next time I go do some uh, college. <laughs> Please don't do that, brother. Please don't do that. <laughs> you don't. You don't need you behind bars, brother. Right, 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 right. So what is it like as far as, as, as driving down the street? Like, what are the police like? Do you see a lot of them or, or what's going on in that area? It, it depends on what area you're in. You know, like, you, if, if you're driving in an area that's a high crime area or a high drug activity area, you're probably going to see about the same amount of police that you used to see. Uh, as far as the freeways or main roads like Grand River, things like that, you don't see too many police. Um, you just don't see that many. They're out there. Um, you will drive past one or two on your uh, trip to wherever you're going. As you're out, you'll see maybe one or two. But it's not a real presence to where you would say, okay, they're really out here, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go on the east side and, you know, it's nighttime, yeah, you, you may see a few every few minutes going past, you know. Like I say, you know, you still got clowns out here, you know, with their foolishness, you know, doing what the fools do, you know, robbing their brother, you know, stealing and killing their brother, you know, so they have to be out there for that, you know. Yeah. Is it, um, well, I heard, I did a report earlier about the Glory um, supermarket. You don't shop there, though. I know no. you don't, because I remember. Can you tell tell us why you don't shop in that particular place? Well, um, Glory is known for uh, pumping their meats full of blood and you know, doing whatever they have to do to make the money. Um, they don't take uh, customers' uh, safety first. Uh, their pocketbook is their first priority. And like them, being aware of the ignorance in our people, the knowledge of self and the knowledge of diet, um, lacking the knowledge to eat to live and not living to eat, they exploit that, and uh, you, you go and you look in their meat section, it's 80% pork, 80% pork. 
And, you know, they be having old stuff in there and, you know, people don't people don't know any better. They're just gonna keep buying it, you know. And so yeah, I have a real issue with that. But, you know. You need to wake up, brother. <laughs> it's funny <clears throat> that you should say that because the report that I saw I think it was CBS. It was a video. Was it on Six Mile or is it Six Mile? I think the Auto Drive area with that glory. Out of, it's another glory over there. It's Auto Drive and Southfield. Yeah. And then there's another one on Eight Mile. Yeah. And then, uh, what's that, Grossback? Okay, but the one that's on Auto Drive near Southfield or whatever, I guess they were there. Now, they were talking about price gouging, um, mm-hmm. them raising the prices on on the uh, toilet paper. They were talking about the old meat mm-hmm. being sold. And you didn't know this before I said it. You talked first. I wanted to make sure that you talked first about it so that when I make sure that the people hear this news report. Did you see the news report? No, I, I know this from firsthand knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking exactly. firsthand knowledge, you know. Yeah, exactly, because as long as I've known you um, since 2008, I've never known you to shop in glory. <laughs> Never. And so um so how the other how are the grocery stores holding up? Like do they like the Myers and all of them, do they have food are they short on food or anything like that or you know, stuff missing? It depends on the timing. Maybe? Well, it it pretty much depends on the timing of your visit. Um, you know, if if you're if you're visiting the day before their next shipment, it'll be a few items uh, that are common items. It may be low or all out. You'll see you'll see customers lurking around certain areas, wondering if any more is coming from the back, or you know, uh, water, uh, cereals. You know, just the common things that everyone generally puts in the kitchens. Um, but it, it hasn't. It's not too bad. It's, it's not too bad. There's there's still food to be bought, and there there's enough for everyone. You know, if, if that was the question, um, it's just not the time for. Uh, oh, I want to eat this today. Let's go get that, and we're going to eat this on Thursday. And let's go get that. It's it's not the time for that. It's the time for. Uh, where's the lentils? Where's the black beans? Right, we can make this lentil soup, this black bean soup, okay, then we can make lentil burgers and black bean burgers. We're going to eat off these lentils for one week, and we're going to eat off these black beans for one week. That's what time it is. So I haven't had a problem with the things that I shop for. Right, so there's always, you know, I noticed there's, there's always fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's I, like, I cracked a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I didn't mean to cut you off. 
<laughs> so no problem. I just say it. It's always fruits and vegetables, but everything else, processed food, the box food, it's gone. Mm-hmm. A lot. Well, I'm in Texas, so doing the when it first hit, the, the thing that missed that was missing from the store was the half of the toilet paper was gone. But I I wasn't paying attention to it. To it. Mm-hmm. A week into it, all the toilet paper is gone. Shelves are empty. All our shelves empty, but there's still fruit. <laughs> Excuse me, and there's still some vegetables. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> have you seen any real difference? I mean, I, I know you said that the, the B and E slowed down. Is there any difference in the in the <clears throat> crime because? I got. I heard a report that uh, a lot of the police walked off of work. Yeah, um, a lot of police officers got sick. Um, you got some that don't want to go to work because a lot of their colleagues have gotten sick. Um, you know, and we're talking high-ranking um, officers. You know, decorated officers, all the way up to the police chief. You know, they were all tested positive, so. That naturally is going to force someone to think twice about going to work, especially if you dodge some bullets too. Um, but don't get me wrong, uh, the criminology, um, the way that all of that operates, uh, there everyone is quite aware that there's just not as much police as uh, there was prior to the coronavirus um, coming onto the scene. Um, but still, with just you know everything being shut down social distancing, it's less shadows, it's less room for, you know, the criminology to take place. So quite naturally, that rate is going to be lower. So when you do hear about the few crimes that do take place in graphic nature, it's still alarming, you know, even though the numbers, you know, at the end of the day may be down, it's still alarming because this is a time of suffering. You know, we should be building and bonding together and not taking from one another. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any guidance, any input you can give the people out there in Detroit and just all over the country about survival techniques, survival tactics, what we should be thinking like, what we should be doing? Uh, Survival techniques? Anything like that? Um, well, yeah. Uh, first thing you want to be focused on is, you know, sec- securing your house, you know, securing your home. You know, make sure um, you can clean up your floorboards for your doors where you basically uh, nail a two-by-four uh, parallel with uh, how, the, how the door is situated, and then uh, you use another two-by-four that you will stick in between that and the door itself so the door can't be kicked open. You can do that. You can reinforce it with two of them. You know, these are things that, you know, you can do to all of the doors in your home. You can also, you know, use plywood for your windows if it gets that bad, you know, if it, if it gets that bad to where that's what you need to do. And uh, every household should have a shotgun, at least one shotgun, you know, and it's let me tell it, you should have a shotgun, a rifle, and a sidearm. 
because if martial law does take place, you know, uh, 911 is not going to be of service. So if there's a criminal, uh, and we're not talking about police, if there's a criminal trying to enter and breach your uh, perimeter, I mean, you know, your first defense is going to be you, your family, you're a man, you know, and if there is no man, then it definitely needs to be a weapon. So I would, I would say, you know, look on YouTube. It's all type of uh, tutorials on YouTube. You know, if that's not something you you had geared in your mind to prepare for yet, and you know, it's something you want to get on board with right now. It's all type of um, tutorials for survival on YouTube. You know, I, I won't recommend any special ones. There's so many. You know, you're bound to find one. That, and um show you a few things or two. But I would I would also suggest going to uh, the stores and getting ammunition for, you know, whatever firearms that you do have to protect yourself. Um, you know, even even things such as you know, a survival knife, uh, a ready bag, uh, you know, stock up on beans, stock up on rice, uh, lentils, I think I mentioned that already. Um you know, um, off the top right now. That's very insightful, brother, very helpful. And what do you suggest? How should the children be handled? Because you know, they're saying don't go outdoors. Children, I mean, they, they can't really go out and play in the park anymore. Well, I mean, that is a precaution that they have uh, put out there. You know, all, all of the parks are closed. It's not supposed to be anyone at the parks. Um, but here in Detroit, you can randomly see one or two people at the parks here. There, It's not any crowd, but you know, that's just the defiant nature of people. Uh, but, you know, the kids do need some form of physical activity because that's just, you know, part of their growth with them being at school. They get that. With them being at home, okay, are they doing jumping jacks? Are they running in place? Are they being told to run up and down the stairs for five minutes, you know, after they eat? So I don't know. It, it depends on uh you know, the situation at home. You know, if there's an area in the backyard where the kids can go out uh, in the backyard, run around, play kickball or something for an, an hour, you know, with each other. Of course, with the same home, not with, you know, the neighbors, but, you know, physical activities, you know, kids um, need to be involved in some type of physical um, activity especially with being at home. Uh, but, you know, like I said, that's, that's to the discretion of, of the parents, to each his own, you know. Um, that's something I, I, I do with my, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, so me not being there in the city, I mean, being outside the city, you hear all types of things. About Detroit, do you think it is any more dangerous now than it normally is? I would have to say, 
I would have to say it can be. It can be. And that's going to depend on the choices that people make. And when I when I to be specific, um, you know, a criminal. You know, how desperate is somebody, you know? Am I going to say, you know what, I'm about to go in here and tie up a whole family and commandeer their house and commandeer their food because I don't have any? That's a drastic choice to make. But, I mean, we talk in Detroit, so that's something I would not put past anybody in Detroit. I mean, those things happen when it's not coronavirus, you know? So the potential for it to get a whole lot worse is, is, is definitely here. It's, it's the, perfect, the perfect recipe is here for that to happen. It hasn't per se happened yet, if you get what I'm saying. Yes, sir. In the way you make, the way the media is making it seem is like Detroit has surpassed New York as far as having more cases for people getting sick. But there's also the, the everyday dangers of living in the city. What do you think about that? I mean, with me being from here, I mean, it's something that I'm I'm pretty much used to. But I mean, it's, it's definitely not the time to be slipping. Like you can't ever get caught slipping in Detroit. That's the thing. You have to always be on your p's and q's, your head. Constantly be on the swivel, and you need to constantly be aware of your surroundings. That has not changed. I don't think that will ever change um, here in Detroit. You know, um, I would, I hope that one day it will change for the better, um, and I think it's possible. But uh, as far as all the regular dangers that exist, don't think because it's Corona that those dangers don't still exist. Like I say, people still getting, still getting a Doors kicked in. I'm quite sure they don't report all of the armed robberies that's taking place. You know, it's been a lot of what they call uh, crash and grab, where a truck will get rammed into a building and four or five, six people will run in with masks and bags and just put everything they can as fast as they can and haul off. I mean, that's been going on a lot. So um, it's definitely not the time to let your guard down or, you know, relax, you know, it's, it's about as uncomfortable as it could get. And, you know, you got to just be on top of your game and stand on your square. So uh, is there a curfew in the city? I mean, the curfew, yes, curfew, but, I mean, it's, it's no real enforcement, no real enforcement on that. I mean, you still see cars driving at night. Gas stations, Coney Islands are still open. You know, that's still going on. Well, people that don't know Detroit, Coney Island is a restaurant that are open 24 hours in the city a lot. They they never close. So um, what about what what is it like downtown? I haven't been downtown too much. Uh, so I can't um, say too much about it. Um, but, you know, I know it's uh, based off the video that they show on the news in the mornings. Uh, downtown is nowhere near as crowded 
as it uh, normally has been. So it's, it's definitely uh, less presence of people downtown. Hmm. Wow. So I saw that the Southfield movie theater closed down. Did you Did you see that? No, I missed that, brother. Man, they closed it down permanently. I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. It, it, they were letting it get run down. I noticed. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They weren't upgrading certain things. Uh, they were kind of letting things go. You know, you kind of got the eye to look from like a management perspective. You know, you could just tell they were letting things go. Um, they weren't tightening up things that they needed to tighten up. Some of the seatings were, I noticed, were getting loose and. Yeah, I, I pretty much I stopped going there a while ago because the service and you know compared to other movie theaters, they're just more elegant, more nicer. So I'm not surprised by that, brother. Wow, because when I was last there, it was still nice. Yeah, it wasn't that long yeah. ago? I was there, but it was still nice. But um, so they just let it go, huh? Oh boy. And like, what about like the the stores in the neighborhood? Like, do you see people partaking as normal, or is it just like everybody's indoors? I mean, it's less people out than normal. You you can definitely tell that, but there's still people going to stores. You know, certain stores. Like, for instance, liquor stores and beer stores. Certain liquor stores and beer stores aren't open at all. They're just not open at all. You have other ones that are open, but they close at 6 o'clock. You have some that are open till midnight still. So it just depends on the neighborhood, the location. Like I said, it hasn't been too much hardcore enforcement that I've noticed on, on anything. Except maybe at the grocery stores, you know, and at the uh, places where, you know, you need to have a mask on. So. Is a lot of people wearing masks? Yeah, a lot of people are wearing masks. You still have people not wearing masks, but for the most part, I would say most people are uh, wearing their masks. Do you think, like, this is what I noticed where I am. In all honesty, like a lot of people are not taking this masking seriously. Like, there's a lot of Negroes not wearing, predominantly, the people not wearing masks are Negroes. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts on that are it's not even that complicated. You know, when you're dealing with something like what's going on right now, what's, what's the harm in the mask? I mean, the mask can't harm you. And if the mask can potentially protect you, why not? Why not? It's not going to hurt. That's how I look at it, you know. Yeah, man. Well, uh, thank you for coming on and giving us a first-hand report from Detroit because uh, there's a lot of things, brother, that I've been hearing about the city that I love, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. pre- presently on that there, but you know, 
just hearing a lot of the things, some of it just doesn't sound real, you know, and I, I like to get first-hand accounts, particularly for a place like Detroit, because they were trying to say that it's, this is what I'm seeing on the news here. They're trying to say that Detroit is worse off in, in New York, and, you know, I just, I've, I've talked to people in New York, and it just does not seem the same. I mean, they, people in New York are seeing bodies all over the place. You know? Yeah. But how's your parents doing, brother? You said how are my parents doing? Yeah. Uh, my parents are doing great, brother. Thanks for asking. Yep, they're, they're doing fine. Um, they're at home and enjoying each other's company and, uh, you know, hanging out with each other. Yeah, healthy. Excellent. That's good, brother. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. the boys that. all okay? Yes, sir. Are the boys okay? Yes. Um, boys are doing good. Everybody's uh, on top of their egg. You know, Devin went vegan about eight months ago, and he's been sticking to it. Really? <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Man. Brother, How's your family, brother? Today. We're okay, man. We're sitting over, you know, we're in the house. Basically, if anybody goes out, usually I try to make it be me, you know. Right. I try not to let nobody else be put at risk, you know, because yeah. I'm from Detroit. There's certain things I'm going to be looking out for that other people are not, you know. Like, right. I'm looking out for somebody robbing you coming out of the, the, the store, you know. I'm looking out for that kind of thing. You know, never know. And, um, you never know. So we're doing, you know, we're doing pretty good. Like, um, we're eating every day, good meals. Doris cooking good meals. Just mm. cook one today. We made some fried apples and um, mm. potatoes. I don't know. <laughs> but it was great with, with watermelon, fresh watermelon. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, no problem. It was uh, my pleasure to be here, brother. Yes, sir. And I'm, I'll probably call on you soon so you can give us some more tips, some safety tips, some Bible tips. Because uh, anybody knows how to do that, I know that it's you. So praise the Lord and thank you for being here, brother. And I'll catch back with you later on, sir. All right, brother. It's good talking to you. All praises to the Most High. I'll bring you to the most fast. Come on, brother. Come on.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.